Hello and welcome. You're listening to Then Again, What Do We Know? A podcast that's all about exploring the human experience from an unofficial point of view. Your hosts are Mer Monson and Brianne Griebel, that's me, and we hope you'll sit back, relax, and just ponder what we're talking about. As we explore new ways of looking at life, we're hoping that you will do the same. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back. I mean, assuming that you've been here before. Glad to have you the way. Yeah, glad to. Well, um, hello for the first time, uh, or hello again. Uh, welcome to uh, Then Again, What Do We Know? And uh, just a little inside scoop uh, tidbit is that if you have been along our journey from the first episode, you will have been hearing our little intro music and me doing my little spiel uh, in all the episodes. But in chronological order, we're now on episode... Are we on episode seven? Something like that. Something like that. Um, and we, we just did the intro music. We've recorded seven episodes, haven't released any as of yet, and we just found out the music. So <laughs> it's new to things in order. Yeah. Who, like, talk about a time warp, right? <laughs> That's actually a perfect uh, setup for our topic today, don't you think? Totally. Um, we're going to talk about creativity. Uh, for the second time, technically. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were going to tell him that. <laughs> I think it's, I, you know, as a setup, I Actually, think. that's perfect too, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's worth, worth mentioning. Um, because, dear listener, uh, we, somewhere in the middle of all this, we recorded an episode around creativity. And it was, I think, the only one where afterward, we were both kind of like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> That was the nice way of saying it. Yeah, we're both kind of like, well, that was, that was a thing. We, we said some stuff. Um, but I'm personally, at least currently, I am in the mindset of um, my thing of getting in the flow of creativity is just do a thing and throw it out in the world and don't worry about what you think about it. <laughs> so I was all set to release it anyway. Uh, like, who cares if I like it or not? Maybe somebody will get something out of it. Um, but as the tech gods would have it, they decided for us that we were not going to release that episode because it just cut out in the middle of our episode. Like the recording just disappeared. <laughs> so, uh, so we're going to try take two and see what comes up this time. Cool. So what, um, where do you think is a good place to start, Mer? Well, I would love to start on what you just barely said, that you're in, you're in a... Um, a space of just, you just create something and you put it out into the world, no matter what you think about it. Or is that how you said it? Or something it like that. I, I mean, I'd kind of like to hear more about that. Oh, so I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teeing you up. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, it's um, somewhere along the way, I just kind of realized uh, I'm not the best judge on how good or bad my stuff is. Um, one way or the other. And so I kind of stopped paying attention to my own opinion. I mean, that's not to say I'll just throw any old thing out there. I do, I'll, I'll have a certain kind of standard, if you will. But um, if the bar keeps getting lowered, <laughs> it used to be, you know, my aim was perfection. And I think that's a very common thing for most people who are wanting to be creative in the sense of, of 
you know, putting something together and giving it to the world for them to see and consume and enjoy. Um, you know, we, we, it's that aiming for perfection. And of course, as I think most people will know by now, that's really not only hard on you, but um, really going to kink the hose in creative output. <laughs> I have to laugh because just this morning, I had a conversation with um, the teacher of my writing class that I'm currently in. And she literally said, <laughs> and I quote, your bar is too high. <laughs> so I can't help laugh about that. But I, it was actually a really cool conversation about that. You know, I said, you, you have to be willing to write crap. Yeah, in order 100%. to write something great. Oh, yeah. I just assume 90% of what I write is crap. <laughs> so but, how does it look okay to you for, for that to happen? Wait, sorry, what was that? <laughs> how, what, let's see, what is my question exactly? It literally, you, you cut out in my earphone. That's the only reason. Oh, that's oh, <laughs> so it, it sounds to me like you do not have a problem with just letting whatever comes out, come out and putting it out into the world. Like, how did you let your bar fall, is my question. Hmm. Or what did you see that caused it to fall, maybe is the better You know, I'm trying to think what, because I do have a bar. Like I said, I write a lot now. Um, and a, a fair majority of that is honestly just for me. It's not exactly journaling, It's but it's, you know, I'll have an idea and I'll just expound on it and I'll just write and write and write and go like, okay, well, that's not for anybody. That's just kind of gibberish for me. Um, the bar of like what makes me want to put it out in the world is just something about it seems worth sharing. And that's kind of the only bar I have. Whether Like good or not, it comes less and less into my um, selection criteria. Or how polished it is. It, that depends. For example, I'm releasing a book, I think, in February. That I'm, you know, I'm hiring an editor. Um, I'm getting feedback from a lot of people before I released out into the world like that. I, I wanted to, to put more loving care into that. Um, but most of the stuff I don't think is too precious. Yeah. You know? Like, and I, I read somewhere, I wish I could remember where, because I'd love to give credit. I honestly don't remember if it was somebody's blog post or an article or, or what, but I did read somewhere. Um, somebody said something along the lines of, you know, if you want to get good, just put it out in the world. Like, if you want to be a writer, hit send, you know, to uh, um, hit send on an email, hit publish on your blog. Um, if you want to be a painter, paint and then, you know, make your own um, gallery opening, you know, or, or just take pictures and put them on social media. You know, if you want to be a singer, record yourself and just, just put it out, just put it out. Um, and I kind of have been following that. And now granted, most of what I've been putting out has just been on my Facebook, on my personal Facebook, actually. Um, but there, it's, it's some decent writing. Uh, and my own website. That's most of what I've been doing lately. Um, but I think there really is something about just doing the work, right? Just doing whatever your creative thing is, writing, painting, singing, creating music, you know, whatever infinitely fits in that, and then just sharing it. And there, for me, there's something about the more I share it, 
seemingly, again, it's, this is very subject, subjective. The more I share, the more I output, the better I seem to get. That's just cool. And it's, it's so backwards to how so many of us think about it and how I've thought about it for a long time is that you, to become a writer, a painter, a performer, uh, that you, there's this massive formula that has a whole bunch of input that arrives you at this moment in which you become, you know, whatever. And, but, but really like, (laughs) what if the moment of becoming that thing is just the click? Yeah. The publish, the send, the, the share. Yeah. That's when you become that. And yes, it, it's this evolution and it's a, I mean, that's, I've really, I've really woken up to that part of creation over these past couple of years, that it's not a one-time event, that it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's always happening and it's always evolving and it's always changing and you can't, that can't happen. That creation can't actually happen until you, get in the arena yourself and you're doing it. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, um, and you know, you know, I've had my own evolution too. This is a relatively new kind of space for me to be in because uh, you know, I, I definitely had a high bar. Um, and there's, there, there is a click when somewhere along the way I just realized I'm decent at this. <laughs> That's I, I. I don't know how much farther to go above that word. <laughs> I let I, other people. I would go quite a bit. <laughs> but but I also spent a lot of time going. I'm crap. <laughs> and I might have been. You know, there is um, there's a great. Oh God, what's his name? Ira Glass. Do you remember seeing? Um, it's quite popular on YouTube. It's a short little video by Ira Glass. Do you know, you know what I'm talking about? I know about? the name, but I can't. Um, I'm gonna, um, in the show notes, I'm gonna post a link to it. There's, um, it's just a recording of a guy named Ira Glass who, um, I think he works for NPR um, as, a, as a journalist yeah. of sorts. And it's a recording of him and somebody else did this cute little creative video over it. Um, but he's basically talking about, um, his view of the creative process. And I think it's so spot on. And I'm going to, you know, my forte is butchering what other people have said. Um, But he, (laughs) he said that, you know, in the beginning, like at first there's just, you have taste, like you, you, you have your own kind of discerning eye about whatever it is you're trying to do. And when you go to go do that thing, so let's take writing. Like, you know, I, I can see what's good writing and what's bad writing in my own taste. And then when I go to write, I can compare what I'm doing to the taste I have of, of like, you know, if you could say the bar I've set for myself. But there's always going to be a gap in the beginning because you've just started doing it. Like, you don't know what you're doing yet. <laughs> you have no clue how to do that. Um, and most people... Let's keep doing it. Yeah. And that's basically what he says. He's like, you know, most people just keep looking at that gap and then eventually probably give up where he's just saying, do a giant body of work. Just keep writing, keep, you know, making music, keep like, just keep doing it. And that gap will eventually close. And that's, I think what I've noticed in, I would say even in just the last year 
the gap is closed for me. I, I still think there's plenty I'm going to evolve into and change and, you know, get better, but I don't feel that my taste is in line with my talent currently. And that, but it took a long time of just writing and writing and writing and writing and um, publishing stuff. You know, I, in hindsight, some of the stuff I've done, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> but it's still public. <laughs> you can find my old website. Yeah. Um, There's also an element in, in there of that while you can, like for me, while I continue to have opinions and judgments, sometimes very intense, about what I'm creating. I noticed that it, it's in charge of whether it goes out into the world a lot less than it used to be. Mm. And as a result, more goes out. You know, and I don't put out a ton, but it's infinitely more than I used to. <laughs> right. <laughs> by comparison. And I, there's just, there's a, a sense and a taste of a freedom in that for me because it's interesting to me as much as I still see how much I'm judging what I'm doing and how that stops me a fair amount I'm also very curious about how much it doesn't and how much is coming out of me I mean the fact that we just did this podcast together kind of blows my mind sometimes right talk you know, about how easy this was yeah I mean just the you and I having a conversation about wanting to do something together and it was no more formed than that. And after a, a what, a 20, 30 minute conversation, oh, well, let's try this. I mean, the idea came out of nowhere and, and it sounded fun and we were in and we just started recording conversations. We didn't have a name. We didn't have an intro. We didn't have <laughs> uh, any graph. I mean, we had nothing. <laughs> no idea what we were doing and, and you know I would argue we still don't one thing that, that I love is that you don't you don't have to have it all planned out from A to Z in fact that's that works against us oh yeah in the game of creating yeah and it can you know I think that another thing that kinks the hose is just taking your output far too seriously oh my gosh yes far too seriously oh my god and that's like knowing from my past of like and, and not to say I still don't do that I 100% do it's just like you're saying it's kind of less it's I don't do that as much and this podcast has been fantastic for me in that really seeing you just don't like you don't have to take any of it seriously and in fact for me the second it becomes serious I back way off <laughs> That's, this is the reason why I don't find out what we're going to talk about, you know, three weeks in advance and go study it and make notes and overthink it. Yeah. Because I know that that would only get in my way. Yeah. And listeners, in case you don't know, we, this is what we do once a week. <laughs> the secret we, get, <laughs> we get on Zoom and we go, so what do you want to talk about? <laughs> And then we sit there and kind of him and ha for a little while, or one of us, you know, has an idea. Yeah. Oh, you know what I was thinking? Uh, and then we hit record. Like that's the preparation for these podcasts. And yet that's what I love about it because it's not, it's not that we don't care. It's that what comes in creating the conversation itself 
is infinitely more interesting and fun and has more life in it than you and I prepping a three-page treatise right. and mouthing it back and forth. I mean, it, it's, it's what comes from, you know, beyond the thoughts we've already had about that subject for the past nine months. And, and in the space of engaging with each other, it's just, and, I, and that, I think that's kind of a beautiful metaphor for creating, that you're, you're playing in that space of, of unthought, unfinished, unpolished uh, stuff, ideas, clay, paint. Yeah. And, you know, even, you know, to, to, keep, um, to keep talking about this podcast, uh, I, so we're on episode seven, I think, and we're just now kind of like, okay, yeah, we actually really do want to put this out. And, you know, we've been figuring out cover art and, um, and the intro and um, it's just a constant reminder of it can be easy. For example, I've taken over the lead on a lot of that stuff between the two of us just because I have experience of doing this before I had another podcast. So um, that's why we're putting it on my website is only because like I already know how to set it up and send it to an RSS feed and get it on Apple podcasts. I already know all that. But for about two hours yesterday, I was locked in this like, should we get our own URL? Should we get uh, you know, and I actually looked up like thenagain.com. Oh, that's taken. How about thenagainpodcast.com? That's also taken. <laughs> uh, what about, I'm like, oh, thenagainwhatdowenow.com. That's way too long. And I was researching all this stuff and like, and then it just got to be heavy. And that's when I went, oh, this isn't fun. <laughs> this isn't, this doesn't feel nice. I'm just going to stop. And I know what has, doing. Mer hasn't complained yet, um, so we're just going to throw it on my website uh, and call it good. And same with the, the music, the intro music. Mer, do you know why I chose that exact music? Because you already had it for some Yeah. Stuff, right? <laughs> I'd already paid the royalty fee on it. <laughs> that is the only reason I selected that music. I chose it for another project I was going to do, but didn't turn into anything. I'd already paid the fee. So that's why I use that music. <laughs> well, and I, I love the, the feeling of easy. And then the recognition that it doesn't have to feel like banging your head against the wall. And none of this is to say that down the road, we could do something different or change it or put it on its own URL or change the, you know, it's, that's the other thing I love about what you're talking about is that nothing's ever in stone in the game of creation, unless you're carving out of stone, I guess. But <laughs> not doing that, right? <laughs> like Every metaphor will break down somewhere. But you know what? There's always more stone, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I think I, I think this is related. It's what coming what's coming to mind is that I used to part of what what stopped me in the past from putting out you know, my, my thoughts, my ideas in any form was that this, I had this need to like, get it right. Mm -hmm. This need to make sure it was true in a sense. And <laughs> I'm laughing now because can we, I mean, there's no way in this human experience to encapsulate capital T truth in, in anything. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> that we create. I mean, ev everything is just, this is what it looks to me in, right now, in this moment, yeah. this is what I see. And it, it can all be a touch point to that, that true, that capital T truth that underlies everything, you know, that one truth. But at some point I, I saw that, like, oh, anything that comes out is just what my eyes see now. And there was something in that that just gave me permission to let it out as I see it now, knowing it's going to look different. I mean, I just put all of my cancer blog into a book. And from the beginning of the book to the end, I mean, I almost sound like a different person hmm. in some ways because the world changed so much, because my eyes changed so much. But that's, that's okay. I mean, I just put a paragraph in the front. You know, this is what it looked like to me along the way. Well, and, and how beautiful that that in and of itself, like the collection of of those pages is its own version of a creative project because it's like somebody kind of gets to go along your evolution with you. Yeah. Like yeah. how beautiful is that? It's like that's, I, I'm seeing, okay, this is, this is going to be a bit of a jumble because I, I haven't really articulated it before, but it's like, man, I, the more I look at it, like, the more you look at art, like life as art, um, the more permission you have for everything. Like it's all, it's all an expression. It's all an artistic expression. It's all art. And what I love about art is that you can't get that shit wrong. <laughs> it's art. <laughs> it, it's art. Um, you know, and I will say that you know, and this is just reminding me that there was a moment when I noticed a shift when I considered my writing as art, which is funny because it seems like that would be a given. But I, th I thought because most of my writing is like nonfiction and it's talking about life. And um, I didn't know this at the time, but most of the time when I sat down to write, I was trying to convince people of something or impress them. Um, you know, and in, in essence, try to, in that way, get it right. Like there's, if I'm trying to convince somebody, I have to find the right way to say it. Or if I'm trying to impress somebody, I need to find the right way to get their attention. But somewhere along the way, I'm like, oh no, this is just art. Like I'm painting with words. So when that clicked for me, I also, it quieted the voice that was afraid of criticism, which I think is another one. The reason people won't put out stuff out in the world is like, well, but what will people say? Like if it's art, who cares? <laughs> some people will like it. Some people won't. That's just what we do. We have preferences and opinions and that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> yeah. The I'm whole, cursing a lot it, this that's episode. huge what you're talking about. It's huge. The whole, and I, I love, <laughs> I mean, in my head, I always phrase it as, oh, there I am trying to get it right again. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I'm on to myself and I've, I've woken up to that in a way that's freed me up a whole bunch. And yet it's obvious to me that there's a billion more layers of that to fall Oh, on. absolutely. Still, right? But I, I love that lens on it, that that's why, because it's art, because everything, everything coming through us from making a cup of tea to decorating a house, to writing a book, to taking a run, 
to writing a blog post, I mean, to making a podcast, everything is just one moment of a unique flavor of, of color and texture and sound. Like it, it is art. That's just really cool. Yeah, you know, one of the reasons I love these conversations with you, Murr, is that I get to see stuff like reflecting back what you've said. Um, like, if that's the case, if we look at life as art, it means that you are also an expression of life. You are also art. Like, it's just art doing art. Like, there's nothing profound about that, really. That's just life doing life. It takes the seriousness away from it. It takes the pressure off of it. It's just, you you can do you. Life can do life. Art can do art in whatever way you want to. You mean it's not about me being awesome and amazing? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Is that a trap that I have fallen down so hard numerous times? Um, Actually, I totally... I totally hear you. I mean, there, I don't know that there's ever been a moment for me more liberating than seeing for the first time that being human wasn't personal, that, that we are just like everybody else. I mean, after, after 25 years of clawing through my psyche to find how I was specially wounded and, and figuring out how to fix that, to turn around and see that everything I was hungry for, everything I actually lacked was, was in looking to see how I was like everybody else, not how I was different. Mm -hmm. So that's what I love in what you're pointing to is that's why we don't have to take it so personally. That's why it's not so serious. That's why we don't have to get it perfect because we ourselves, are a painting in progress. I mean, something's painting you and something's painting me. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having a conversation um, with uh, a musician who will go nameless. And this musician was really struggling about output and the work and this musician said, I just, you know, I just, I just want my work to be prolific. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> Get me out of here. That sounds like a horrible thing to try to attain, like to strive for. Holy cow. Like, I want my work to be prolific. I want my work to change the world. That's not to say that you can't do prolific work and your work you definitely can change the world but before it's like created putting that pressure on it oh, i was picturing like a newborn baby that you're looking at and going listen baby your job <laughs> like your mission in this life is to solve all the world's problems <laughs> we're gonna i'm gonna take you little baby and I'm only, we're only going to focus on turning you into the, the world's problem solver or, you know, your job. <laughs> it's so obvious that that's a bad idea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and yet we still do it all the damn time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, 
it reminds me of I was sitting on a bus uh, driving into the airport from the car park place a few months ago, and this woman was wearing this black T-shirt, and across the whole front of it, a huge letter, huge white letter that said "influencer." <laughs> you know, it was, it's that. It's like we we try to do impact. We try to do becoming amazing when it's just this. It's just the side effect of a lot of life mm. coming through you, a lot of art being painted yeah, through your own unique expression, a lot of you living life, a lot of you being alive over time. Like that, that itself is the impact. There's, there's, not, there's nothing to do around that other than, hey, what do I feel moved to do? What am I interested in? What am I curious about? Yeah, that's the only, to me, that's the only bar that's worth looking at. Yeah, I remember. The rest just gets in your way. Yeah. Weighs your head down. I remember one of my coaches one, one time asked me, like, you know, what I wanted to be up to. And it took me a long time to answer that question. And I think that's fine. But currently, what it looks like the answer is, is I want, I want to move people. I, I want to help people see things differently and to feel life. Like to me, that's what I mean when, you know, oh, I'm moved to me. It's like, oh, you're, you're feeling a, a life. Right. Mm. But how do I do that? Hell if I know, <laughs> I have no idea. So my bar, like particularly with my writing is, was I moved when I created this? You know, am I moved when I read it? Like, do I enjoy it? And that's literally my only bar. And then if I say, if the answer is no, by the way, if like, oh, I don't enjoy this, I'm always still a little cautious of that too. <laughs> but that's, that's it. Like, did this feel good when it was coming out? <laughs> what if it's really that simple? I mean, what if we really don't have to worry about anything other than this is what I really want to do? I want to go back. You said, um, earlier uh about your something shifted for you where and i'm gonna butcher even what you've said mer 15 minutes ago because that's my jam um what like your your output like you you're kind of it's interesting to you that 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 voice is quieter the one that was you know focus on a little bit more of perfection and how like what shifted for you do you think or can you see that about what's quieted that voice down that's allowed you to put out and I do remember this infinitely more work <laughs> that's just compared to what it was <laughs> yeah exactly not as a quality you know a certain amount but right but actually in looking at it it's not so much that the voice is quieter it's that I, I just don't buy it mm -hmm. as easily or as often. And why not? Like, what is that about? Well, there's this really cool thing that humans are capable of. And it's, it's being able to, to glimpse that thought isn't, a documentary, that it's not a fact. 
And how, how did we do that? I don't know. How did I see it? I don't know. But that's what I saw that changed it for me is just a really, a really good glimpse at the fact that what I think isn't true. Mm. And I, I don't even have to see that all the time or all the way or with every thought. But the fact that I've seen it at least once really clearly just makes me skeptical uh, of trusting what's coming through my own psyche about, about what I'm creating in the moment. Wow, that's very different than what I'm hearing is like, you don't have to get rid of the self-critic. You can just know that the self-credit is kind of full of shit. <laughs> exactly. The fact, I mean, that's just what it does. Like, <laughs> that's what a psychology does. You know, that's what a, that, that's what neuroses do. Yeah. <laughs> the was, ego. <laughs> whatever word you want to put through it. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember one of the first coaches I worked with, I, I kept trying to, I would keep saying things like, yeah, that's one of my specialties, or yeah, I really suck at that, or I'm an expert at doing that to my, I mean, like all these, these things that I was taking on that I do that make my life harder that I need to fix. And, and my coach would always come back with something like, yeah, you and 8 billion other people. And it just, eventually, I was like, oh, that's just what psychoses do. That's what psychologies do. That's what neuroses do. And everybody's got them. That can't be a problem. And, and what if that really isn't in my way in the game of creation? There's nothing that needs to be set right or fixed or put in order in order for me to create. I mean, that was a huge epiphany. Yeah, what I'm hearing is, based on what the two of us have been saying, is that creative output is a natural process of being a human being and the only thing that gets in the way is we take that voice in our head seriously. <laughs> that is the only thing that kicks the hose. We believe that little voice in our heads. Yeah, I put a period on that. I think you just summed it up perfectly. Huh. Well, isn't that interesting? Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, then I would, you know, anybody who's listening, I just kind of sit with that and play with that for yourself. Like, does that voice in your head seem like a reasonable sound um, expert that you must pay attention to? <laughs> yeah. just be, I just get curious about that one. Yeah, I mean, what, what if hell is nothing more than just being a slave to your own logic? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, something about that nailed it for me, Mer. Oh, being a slave to your own logic and reason. Wow. <laughs> there really is another world out there. <laughs> and it's on the other side of that. Mm. I think we should stop right there. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast episode, please do share it. We would really appreciate that. 
Also, feel free to leave us a comment or review wherever you may be listening to this. We would love to hear from you. You can listen to more episodes and get extra notes at briangrebel.com slash then again. You should also check out Mer's website and learn more about her at mermonson.com. That is it for this episode. Until next time, take care. Take care.